We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, which is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update, your daily Chiefs podcast and video from us here at KCSN. It's the headlines, rumors, stories, and stats people are talking about to get you through the day and caught up with all things Chiefs. Different guests each week with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, proudly presented by DraftKings, begins now. What's up, everybody? I'm BJ Kissel, and you are listening to KCSN Update, our daily Chief show and podcast here at KC Sports Network, presented by our good friends at DraftKings. Thanks for hanging out today. Please hit that like and subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. It helps us out, and it's greatly appreciated and doesn't cost you anything. Uh, take a re- if you're not a subscriber to our YouTube, take a look at the other content we've got on this channel and tell me it's not worth a free click. We've got something for everyone here, depending upon what kind of fan, what kind of content you like by design. We have got a lot of different shows, a lot of different personalities uh, from former players to insiders to analysts, the whole deal. We've got you covered. Uh, You can also follow us on your favorite podcast platform by simply searching KCSN, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever that is, uh, search KCSN and find more than just Chiefs. We also cover the Royals, KU, K-State, Mizzou, uh, Sporting KC and the KC Current Uh, We've got, again, something for all Kansas City sports fans here at KC Sports Network. It's Wednesday for KCSN Update, and you know what that means. We're going to be joined by YouTube legend Brett Coleman. You can find him by searching Brett Coleman on any of your favorite platforms or on bootleg football. And we are going to talk to him about the Chiefs game against the Texans, get his quick thoughts on that. And then he's going to educate us on what's going down with the Seattle Seahawks, what they like to do, their schemes, what matchups to look for, all that good stuff. But first, before we bring on Brett, uh, let's get a quick word from our friends over at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. They have the best app that's easy to navigate, and I love all the different plays that they offer. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. My personal favorites are the anytime scores. You don't have to be a betting expert, and it doesn't matter the score of the game. You're always in it. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code KCSN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, let's welcome on the legend himself, the czar of NFL YouTube content, the guy who started it all, Mr. Brett Coleman. I don't know if... if I don't know if 100% of that is true, Brett, but we're going to roll with Probably it. Probably not, no. We're going to roll with it, man. You've got hundreds of thousands of people that that consume, have probably millions of people at this point, that have consumed your content. To me, that that constitutes a legend. And I still only get things half right. So <laughs> imagine how, what it'll be when I, when I get good at this. You know, we'll see. You know, I don't know how you feel because, uh, quick side story here, I'll never forget Matt Bowen. So works at ESPN now. I've been at Bleacher Report, bounced around, played in the league, played uh, college at Iowa. For anyone who knows Matt knows that. Um, but I'll never forget something he told me when I was at, we were at Bleacher Report together at the same time. And he made himself available to anybody that covered the NFL, wanted to do um, watch film with him. He would show you how he breaks down film and how he does things. And I'll never forget him saying there are, he, he said like half the time, I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know what defense, like there are a lot of times that I could not tell you what they're doing. And in the back of my mind is like, if this guy (laughs) doesn't know what they're doing, why do I feel bad about rarely knowing what's really going on and what the responsibilities and the coverage assignments and all those matchups are like, they can make it look like anything and you don't always know. So that always stuck with me when you said you only get it half right. I'm like, well, so did Matt Bowen. And that guy played in the league. It's one of those things where like, especially when it comes to coverages, because yeah. there could be five different coverage calls that based on the routes that are run, they all play out exactly the same. And so mm-hmm. you think it's this, and then it's like, no, actually we had this call to just happen to play out that way. And it's like, okay, <laughs> so it makes it hard to chart, but sure. Fine. Yeah. I told, I told the story before, but when I worked at the chiefs, I had asked for the ability because after the games, like everybody would get an iPad, you know, get the game film and I have my iPad and I was like, can I get access to this just so I can watch the game on the plane? So I don't have to wait till I get home and wait till all 22 comes out. It's like, I'm working here. Is that, is that allowed? Like I'm on the business side. I get like Mitch Holtis would have his iPad. And I'm like, can I, can I get what he's getting uh, just so I can watch and take notes? And it had to get approved through John Dorsey. So it all went all the way to the GM of like, hey, this new team reporter wants access to the film. And he asked me, and when they gave it at that time, it wasn't just the film on the iPads, but they gave me access to like the player workroom where like the players watch film and like the Exos system that they had set up, um, which isn't there now. Everyone just uses their iPad. But at the time they had like two rooms that players could go in and watch film. So I saw Daniel Sorensen all the time. Every single day that dude was in there watching film, even on off days all day long. Uh, But anyway, I'll never forget like, I was working late one night. I was probably like seven o'clock at the office and knocks on my door and it's just BJ like this really deep voice. And I knew I was like, that's John. So I turn around. He goes, why do you want to watch film? <laughs> I was like, cause I don't want to ask stupid questions in a presser on Mondays. Like, I just want to make sure that like, I'm not the one asking coach dumb questions working here. I feel like I should know better. And he was like, okay, you can go down there and I would go down there and you know, like you use these systems, like you can sort by, Hey, formation personnel group you can i would sort by like okay this is the same how many times we called this blitz this season and how many times we were against this formation and i would sort it and i would watch the plays and they would all look freaking different Mm -hmm. (laughs) like no it's the same thing why does it look completely different and i asked um i think at the time it was like hussein abdullah because i had a good relationship with Hussein, and he was really helpful and i was like i was watching film and i say they're all different and he explained it and at the time i kind of understood what he was saying but all i really understood at the time is 
yeah, I'm never going to understand this. <laughs> like I, I give up. I, there's so much more to it that to your point, even when it's the same call, even when it's the same formation and all this, the rules and the, the tendencies that they talk about during the week can tweak things here and there to make it look like something completely different. And I was just like, all right, the more I learn, the more I realize I really don't know what's going on. So then I just yeah. stopped. I still watched the film and took notes, but still didn't try to really understand on a play to play basis what was going on. It's that type of system where you can sort like, uh, so I'm working on a, on a Nick Bosa episode right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so I was, I was watching his Seattle game last night uh, that he just played on, on last Thursday. Um, and so I was like, okay, show me every single uh, pass rush rep, non RPO, non play action, straight drop back pass. Um, and within about 12 snaps, I was like, oh, my God, Charles Cross is tipping his set. He's completely tipping his pass set. And, like, he was, he was getting him in the first half. And by the third quarter, Nick Bosa knew exactly what he was doing based on how his feet were before the snap. And I was like, within 100% accuracy, I'm not even kidding, 100% accuracy, yep. I could not even see a play, look at where his feet were, and knew what his pass set was going to be. And, and, by huh. and by that notion, knew exactly where, uh, where his landmarks were for when he was going to punch. Uh, you can get a general idea of drop depth from that. And I was like, okay, if it took me 12 snaps to get it, I'm pretty sure Nick Bosa probably got it within like five. And I well, guarantee you the Chiefs are looking at that right now, and they and they probably saw the same stuff I did. So, you know, if, if yeah. the edge rushers... We're not going to post this episode now, Brad. I'm just going to send it straight to Veach and be like, hey, here you go. Like, Brad's got something for you. <laughs> Don't put this out there. He's going to change it up. I guarantee you they already saw it. Guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. I will never get another side tangent back in, back in like 2009, 2010, somebody will get in the comment section and tell me what game it was. I'll never forget. It was chiefs bears. And it was long before like advanced analytics. It was when I really didn't know what I was doing, but I, I tried really hard. So I used to stay up when I was writing at arrowhead pride, I would stay up after chiefs games. I'd stay up to like six o'clock in the morning watching like the broadcast footage. Like I DVR it. I go back and I'd chart the game. Not in like a professional way, but just like whatever I could kind of understand. So like I have the printed notes in a, I saved them to show like how far I've come. I'm like, I can't believe I did this stuff. But I charted this game against the Bears and it was like five o'clock in the morning. I woke my wife up uh, because I was so excited that I found a tendency. Like I figured something out like you were just mentioning. And it was every time the Chiefs would line up their formation with a fullback eye right. It was a play action pass. It was like nine or it was like eight for eight when it happened. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I found something. And then the ninth time it happened, I could see the Mike linebacker for the for the Chicago, like raising his hands and pointing. And he caught a whole like the, the edge rusher and like one of the, the DB, like the nickel on that side. And they blitzed. And I told myself, I'm like, they saw the same thing that I did. And they blitzed them. And like I wrote about it the next day, and I think it finished like twelve for twelve in that game. And like they almost got a safety. The built uh, the Bears did on that play. It's like oh my god! Like I figured something out. I wrote it the next day, and I'd never been so proud of my life, right? To find <laughs> something that was very real, and it was the next. So it was like an instant analysis that was like good. And I'm like, hey, I found something. The first fucking comment on the post was no offense to the guy who wrote this. I'm sure he worked really hard, but it's embarrassing that some dude in California can break down our offense that quickly. It's like that can find this thing. And I was so deflated because it was just like some random dude can figure this out. Like this is a high school ticky tack, like BS offense. And I'm like, I was so frustrated. I was like, can you please give me a little credit? I worked my tail off on this thing. 
and just got completely destroyed. Oh, um, by yeah, a another feeling. <laughs> Arrowhead pride commenter. Yeah, I was just like, you know what, guy? Like, at least give me a little head. Just give me the wreck. You know, turn this thing green or keep it at the top, whatever it was at the time with SB Nation. Anyway. All right, let's talk a little Chiefs-Texans before we break down the Seahawks uh, as a Texans fan yourself. How surprised were you? Um, I'll save my take. How surprised were you the game played out the way that it did? Very surprised, but also not surprised at all, if that makes sense. You know, because Pat hit, what, like 19 in a row? Mm -hmm. 88%? Five away from the NFL record. If he starts the game against the Seahawks with five completions in a row, he'll have, I believe it's five or six, he'll have the NFL record for most consecutive completions. And because of, of, of course he will, because of yeah, course it's another record that he hasn't have yet. He set the record for like highest completion percentage in a game where I think you have like 40 plus pass attempts, like 88% yep. absurd. At this point, I don't think it's a discussion. He's the MVP. Um, I get it. There was people saying, well, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts has had a phenomenal season. Yeah, it's not close. The it's only not- way he was going to do it is if he dominated the Cowboys. And now it looks like he's not going to play in that game. That was the only thing for me is if he went out and dominated the Cowboys, people might not be able to get that out of their head and that could go to him. But now that he's injured or that would have been play. the only way is if he yeah. dominated the Cowboys and somehow Pat laid an egg over the last three weeks and like they yeah. lost first seed or something like that. Um, but I, I don't think it's a question anymore. I don't think it's a discussion anymore. He is the MVP. And I think this is his best season. Contextually, this is his best season. He has never been this good. Yeah. And that's saying a lot because he's one of the best quarterbacks ever. Um, but that being said, you know, that was why I wasn't surprised that they won. Um, but I was surprised that it went to overtime because I expected them to be more disciplined than they were. Ten penalties and two turnovers. They're lucky it was against Houston and not yeah. against, you know, insert actual AFC power. You know, like Jacksonville, yeah. like I, I get it. They already played against Jacksonville this year. But, um, you know, if, if the Jacksonville of today. Yeah. Commit 10 penalties and two turnovers. They would beat. they would beat them. They would yeah. absolutely beat them. Um, they, they found the Mendoza line of what you can get away with and still beat a bad football team. Like you can't play worse than that because the, <laughs> the margin of error of winning and losing five to seven plays like they are really stretched. They got to like eight, nine plays with all those penalties. Uh, but yeah, they're. You can't make that many mistakes to do it. The one big takeaway that I had, and I'm curious your thoughts as somebody who watched the Texans a little bit more. We don't spend a lot of time on this because Chiefs fans might not care. Uh, but I have a lot of more respect than I already did. But for Lovey Smith, those guys played hard for him at a, at a time that I didn't expect him to come out and have anything to play for. You just expect business decisions and just guys to kind of go through the motions. Texans wanted it more early in this game. And not that the Chiefs can get up for that game like they're human you know there's not a lot to play for in this it's not a big rivalry like you kind of got to manufacture that sometimes especially at this point in the season uh but those guys played hard for lovey smith that stood out in a very big way it was one of the hardest hitting teams i feel like the chiefs had played this year keep in mind uh a lot of young talent has been injected into that roster right Mm -hmm. and it's guys from baylor alabama texas a&m lsu they're not used to losing yeah. They are not used to being Good the point. worst team, you know, and and they're sick of it and they're tired of it and they're playing hard. Um, it, you know, the Texans are a losing team, but they're not a losing culture. And I will forever give Levy Smith credit for that <clears throat> um, in terms of, you know, will he be retained? Will they go after somebody like Ben Johnson to pair him with a young quarterback that they presumably will draft? Right. Who knows? Um, but I do know that he has the respect of the locker room. Everybody loves him there. He's a great human being. Yeah. And. 
you know, de- depending on where the top coaching candidates want to go, if, if they, because I guarantee you they're already floating it to agents right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if those top candidates are not interested in going to Houston, they'll probably retain him because you can lose games, but you really only get fired when you lose the team and he hasn't lost the team. Yeah. So I, I, and I give him immense credit for that. Yeah, that definitely stood out in this game. All right, let's move forward. Talk about the game this week, Chiefs Seahawks. Uh, game on Saturday at noon. Uh, high level Seahawks. They've lost four of the last five. This is a team that started off pretty hot. And I was talking about Geno Smith and everything that he had done early in the season, but lost four of five. Uh, their one win, I believe, against the Rams. Uh, but all those games have been within one possession. So they've all been close, and the Seahawks is still very much alive in the playoff picture. Uh, so this game means a lot to them as well. But uh, let's start with the Seahawks offense, uh, Geno Smith and those guys. What can you tell us about that group besides uh, tipping the hand on Charles Cross, who is probably listening to this episode because we know every NFL player listens to KC Sports Network. And now he's going to change up everything that you just said because he tipped off what he was doing to Nick Bosa. Thanks I mean, that. it's one of those things where it's like, He's still it's week 15, right? So it's, yeah. it's something he's been doing for a while. His coaches know it, opposing coaches know it, but he's still really good. Uh, but you know, if you're going up against Nick Bosa, you 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 should probably throw a couple tendency breakers in there. <laughs> um in, in terms of what they like to do offensively, obviously they've dealt with a whole bunch of injuries at the running back position this year. So the running game has been very hot and cold, um, lately cold. And really it has been kind of the Geno show. And, and he has to hang back there and just deliver strike after strike after strike to, to Tyler Lockett. Some, well, Lockett's hurt now, but um, yeah. DK or Lockett or, you know, the tight ends. Like, it, it, it has been a very Geno-centric offense for far too long this year. And they had a couple games where, you know, Kenneth Walker would break a couple explosive, one, uh, explosive runs and give them some explosives on the ground. Um, but for the most part, like, when the, when the pass game is bottled up, they really, really struggle. Hmm. And so from a, a game planning perspective uh, from the Chiefs, I would almost like dare them to try to run the ball. Um, and I, I'm not saying like, oh, just play, you know, soft shell cover two because, you know, we'll eat that alive. Um, but, you know, if you're playing, um, if you're playing, uh, you know, like, like let's say any sort of like middle field close coverage, I would say don't, have the corners kind of like uh especially like the nickels like don't have them kind of like open up and um you know play downhill against the run like i would kind of say like hey back off a couple yards you know if if they're kind of like stock blocking you and you're way over the top and they get an extra yard on a carry fine but the Mm -hmm. last thing i want them to do is to uh, you know kind of get sucked up on play action over and over and over again and have Geno just tear them apart. I yeah. would say like I'm I'm trying to I'm because try, I, I I know people in both teams so I'm trying to be uh, I'm trying not to give away too many schematic tendencies here. Why you just you just gave it away on Charles Cross? Just go ahead and I give know, us the goods. Give us that. the goods. I feel bad about that. Um, <laughs> Oh God! What's the best way to say this without getting in trouble? DK or nothing. I'll leave it at that. DK or nothing. Okay. Like if we're if we're gonna play cover one, we're playing one double fourteen. If we're playing cover three, we are pressing him and leaning a safety his way and taking our chances one on one the other way, where we're carrying verticals one on one. And if they if they get us on a deep post, fine. But um, game plan wise 
specifically, I, I expect everything is going to be tailored to DK Metcalf. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right. I won't press you anymore on that one. Let's flip to the other side of the ball. Seahawks defense, what do they like to do? What can Chiefs fans expect? What are the the certain kinds of coverages that lend itself to certain types of routes uh, for guys that you think may have a big game? Let's play this chess match. Okay. Uh, again, without giving away too much, the Seahawks are second in the league in quarter, quarter, half, but they call it a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different ways, and they do that on purpose. Um, based on my conversations with some people over there, they will call it as many ways as humanly possible this week because they know they're going to have to trip up Pat Mahomes. So they're going to give uh, – it's it's typically like, you know, if you get a, a three-by-one, which the Chiefs will run out of any personnel group, typically mm-hmm. you're going to have uh, quarters uh, to the to the trip side and then on the back side, which most of the time is going to be the boundary side, it'll be either cover two or cover five. In this game, you will see the half-field safety to trips. You will see quarters to trips. You will see – uh, cover five backside, you will see cover five front side and, and you'll see like super soft quarters, uh, to the boundary, which is basically just an East West double on, on, um, I guess whoever be the X would be Travis Kelsey. I guess would be a lot of times you're going to see every single possible quarter, quarter, half look. And the only team that runs it more than them is Minnesota, but Seattle runs it a lot better. They, yeah. they run it way better. And you so, said this is what the Bengals were doing that tripped a pad up on the one play because that was kind of the mm-hmm. conversation going into that. So this will yeah, be another they, good they test for him to, to face that. Yeah, they flipped it. And so, um, again, without without giving too much away, you are going to see every single possible look. There is no tendency for them to dial in here because they run everything and they're very good at disguising it. That's part of the reason why uh, 
you know, they, they're like 12th in, in interceptions per game. Um, mm. They're pretty good in terms of like sack rate because they're good at just getting the quarterback to hold the ball a little bit extra for Nintendo Osu to get there or, you know, actually they have a, they have a few edge rushers that I really like uh, their linebackers are pretty good at blitzing. Um, so I would say like, be prepared for anything and everything because you're going to see anything and everything. And mm-hmm. I think the the defensive game plan from what I can estimate is going to be far more complex for Seattle than for the chiefs, which for the chiefs is like, just yeah. take away DK. Fair enough. All right. What, Based on some of these matchups, who do you expect to have? I mean, besides Travis Kelsey, because he's good. Uh, what are the, some of the the types of routes, types of plays against the quarter, quarter half and what you're talking about? That, who are some guys that you could see stepping up and having a good game because of the way they like to do things defensively? I would say if uh, if they get a sense, and I, I have to imagine that, that Mahomes is going to go in there with, you know, some side of some some type of like single word signal or a hand signal or or something where if he gets a sense of hey we're getting half field safety to trips we're going all verticals all yeah. verticals and number three is going to go you know basically take away that poach safety and then we're just going to do whatever we can to overload um, the half field safety with number one and number two so yeah. I would expect see their fastest player is MVS. So I would expect MVS to be in the number two in trips a lot, just in case they can try to go get themselves like a half field safety look. Um, Mm -hmm. So they can like, you know, run somebody up the boundary uh, to get him a little bit wide. Then you have MVS, you know, maybe give a little nod and then go to the post when there's nobody there because the, the the weak side safety is going to be sticking on number three, which could be literally anybody, probably Travis. Um, and I, I would expect like MVS is going to get, let's say, two catches of 30 plus yards in this game, because I do think that they're going to they're, they're not going to know pre or they're not going to know like when the call comes in, which side is which. But based on, you know, how a corner weak side is lined up versus how the corner uh, field side is lined up, you know, based on safety, depth and width, you can get a decent idea. Of, of which side is which and all these quarter, quarter, half stuff. And based yeah. on that, I think Pat would just give one signal and then figure out which way to exploit vertically. All right. So need time to deliver the ball down the field for you're saying MVS in the two slot. He's got to manipulate that safety or the, that receiver on that side, depending upon again, what you just said, as far as the corner goes to be able to manipulate that safety deep down the field like that, you got to have time. Is there any reason why against, against a couple of tackles for Orlando Brown jr. And Andrew Wiley have struggled at this time. Uh, is there anybody up front for the Seahawks that could keep those types of deep plays from happening? Cause we've seen that so far this year, um, that stuff getting disrupted. Nuosu has been really good this year. Um, Chen Nuosu, who, uh, if I recall correctly, the Chiefs have a have a history with him. You know, during his mm-hmm. time with the Chargers, so he knows you guys well. Um, he knows Pat well, and he has had arguably the best year of his career, uh, in, in my opinion. He's been uh, phenomenal for them, and um, I really do worry about the Wiley matchup against him. Um, and I think that that is a very winnable one for Seattle. And if there is some sort of game-breaking play that leads to a turnover that causes a whole bunch of shenanigans like what we saw against Houston, I think it would come from Nwosu versus Wiley. 
All right, let's get a prediction before we let you go. Again, we're talking with Brett Coleman uh, from Bootleg Football. You can also find all of his work on YouTube by searching Brett Coleman. So, Brett, what do you got uh, as far as a prediction, uh, expectation for how this one could play out on Saturday between the Chiefs and Seahawks? So it's interesting because I keep um, I keep predicting like, oh, this is the game that they're gonna they're gonna run like crazy, and it's gonna be the Pacheco <laughs> show, and yep. and something the Seahawks really do struggle against is stopping the run. They play a lot of five man surfaces, which in theory is supposed to help them, and all this bare front stuff is supposed to help them against outside zone, and it doesn't. They still give up outside zone like crazy. The Niners ran all over them, and that was with a nose tackle, and they lost their nose tackle in the middle of the game. So. <laughs> It's personnel wise, they're at a deficit and they weren't even good at it before. So I'd like to think that this is setting up for, you know, we're going to get inside zone and outside zone with Checo for like five yards a pop. And then, you know, if we really need to, again, we go over the top with MBS when we catch them in their, uh, their preferred pass shell, which is quarter, quarter, half. I'd like to think that that's what we're looking at here. But every time I predict the Pacheco show, it's like, oh, we'll get. 15 carries for 90 yards, which is great, but I'm, I'm still waiting for that like 25 carry for buck 50. You know, I just don't think we're going to get that. So I would say another 80 to 90 yards for Pacheco. I would say 100 yards for MVS. Give me 100 for Travis on cleanup duty everywhere else. Um, Pat throwing for, well, I can't say under 300 because he just doesn't do that anymore. Uh, Pat throwing for 300, two touchdowns, Chiefs win by five. Okay, so that answers my next question. The Chiefs are favored by 10, which seems like a lot for a team that That's uh, conceivably nope. plays down to their opponent quite nope, 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 often. Nope, 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 no way, no way. Not, not, like, I think they're going to win, but 10. Yeah, mm. over-under is 49. And, this, and mind you, it's going to be like negative three-degree wind chill in this game because there's weather coming into Kansas City, and it'll get cleared. They've got the heated field, so it's not going to be a field kind of deal. The Chiefs have that those coils underneath the field. That, I think Is a that lot cold front hitting that far south? I thought that was hitting like Buffalo. Oh, dude, everybody's like bundling up for what's going to happen on Thursday. A lot of the weather's going to come in Thursday, but it is going to be cold on Saturday. I, oh. Fans are earning their fan card. Like Chiefs Kingdom, you are earning your fan cards on Saturday against an NFC West opponent the Christmas Eve day when you've already won the division and it's really, you got to win the next three to get the one seed. And outside of that, like not going to make a, a whole lot of waves uh, with what you're doing, but yeah. I thought that cold. was hitting a lot far North. That changes things a little bit. Maybe they will lean into the run game. Then we've said that before with Andy Reid. I know I, I joke I about it all the time. And you and I have joked about it. Like we say this all the time. They could be the, the worst rush defense team in NFL history. And Andy, it, I don't know this, but I'm just joking. But he's like, well, they expect us to run the ball. So guess what we're going to do? We're going to throw it because they expect us to do this. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, three degree wind chill, though. Like it's it's not even a matter of like, oh, it's the run game works better in the cold. It's about um, if your receivers can't feel their hands, it's harder to catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a, a high of 17 degrees on Saturday with a 10 mile an hour wind. So I don't know what the wind chill, but it's low. It's going to be very, very cold. And it's negative, a low of negative degrees on Thursday, high of six on Thursday, high of 10 on Friday. Um, and then it warms up. Like, oh, it gets into the 50s the next week. This is Kansas weather. And I'm really, I told you right before we started recording, for anybody watching on YouTube, seeing like that's not a virtual background. Like that's where he lives with a nice blue sky and the sun. And it just looks beautiful wherever yeah, you are. Right? So, and, and, <laughs> thanks. 
go stand outside and watch my face turn bright red right now with everybody else in Chiefs Kingdom. But again, Brett, man, appreciate you for joining us. Appreciate the knowledge. And uh, I think you walked the line pretty good of not giving stuff away with all your friends and everything that you know. Uh, about this, this, this is a really hard one for me because I have friends <laughs> in both buildings and I've been talking to them this week. And that's why I think it's not going to be a 10 point game is because I, both teams, I think have, have some good stuff coming. You're like, you're like the, the dude who knows everything on both sides. And he's like, you know what? I'm keep my mouth shut and just let it play out the way that it is. It's going to be fun. Try to, be try fun. to have educate us as best we can. Again, that's Brett Coleman. You find his work at bootleg football and also on his YouTube channel uh, at Brett Coleman. There's a lot of chief stuff throughout the year just because they're relevant. They're good. And it's fun. Uh, I'm sure to just dissect and break down all the stuff that Andy Reid does. We appreciate all of you for watching and or listening again, please hit that like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We've got plenty more content coming to you to get you ready for the game on Saturday, including a conversation. Mike DeVito, Jeff Allen have special guest Dustin Colquitt on tonight, and you will be looking forward to that conversation, Chiefs Kingdom. I promise you, as Dustin has made some headlines lately uh, with uh, his conversation or his comments, uh, kind of educating fans on that uh, that battery between the long snapper, the holder, and the kicker on why that part of the Chiefs game has not been great this year. I think second worst in field goal percentage, fourth worst in like extra points missed. Uh, so it's definitely an area that needs to get better down the stretch as the Chiefs go to the playoffs and these games get tighter and those situations and plays like that happen even more. So lots of good stuff coming. Please follow us, like, give those good reviews if that is your deal. But we appreciate all you for hanging out. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.